Hey, Valeria, thank you so much for joining me. Um, maybe the best place to start, maybe tell everyone a little bit about, you know, you, who you are and like what kind of, I guess, led you to, you know, where you are right now. All right. So my name is Valeria and I'm 16 and I'm from Ukraine. Uh, basically, that that is the single most impressive thing already. I am a community building agency owner. So I help usually creators and SaaS companies currently to build their own communities so that they can have more trust with their audience and get feedback and actually community building is just awesome i'm telling you it helps a lot of people at scale and it, it's amazing how you can see how you are transforming people's lives no that, that's awesome so like i guess when it comes to like building a community like i think it's incredibly important as well and i don't think enough people really do see the importance of it so like you know why should people be building communities in 2023 all right so a lot of people talk about building building, for example, on social media, a lot of people talk about audience growth, but a lot less people are talking about community building. And so the problem with building on social media, for example, is that it's like just building a sandcastle. It can collapse at any time. Any social media can ban you at any time. It's not a coincidence and there's nothing crazy about it. Everyone knows this, but everyone forgets about that. And they assume that they are going to stay on social media forever. And yes, of course, some people, for example, try to change that. They build their own newsletters. But again, it's not that effective. People might open your emails. People might not open your emails. And you need eventually to convert that attention that you've got into trust because trust is arguably the most valuable currency you can get. Yeah, I 100% agree. I, I preach that a lot. So moving from the why to the how, how, how do people build a community? So it usually starts not just from picking the platform as some community builders tell you. It usually starts from branding. So you need to understand your unique message, what you can bring to the people in the first place. And only then you can move on to, for example, okay, I've got an idea of how I can transform people's lives, of how I can teach them the skill that I have and how it can probably, as I said earlier, change their lives. That is ultimately the goal of a community. You bring people a transformation into their lives. And so then you choose the platform and then you just drive your people from the social media that you have or maybe several social media that you have into community. The same goes for any SaaS company, for example. They just drive their customer base into community to help their customers succeed and like increase retention rates. That's usually the goal. Yeah, it's funny because just this morning, actually, I was in Zapier community. I'm sure you know Zapier, you know, they do the zaps and yeah. I, I one of my zaps wasn't working. I couldn't figure it out. So I posted in the community. This guy got back to me like right away. He said, send me the screenshots. I sent him the screenshots. He said, oh, just change this one thing. And I was like, wow. Like, I mean, so that example to me is like such a, you know, a testament to what you're just saying, right? When you have that community, it builds yeah. like that loyalty, that trust. And then, you know, like it's hard for someone to not want to stay with a company when they offer that level of, you know, support through not just their own network, but through like the community as a, as a whole, right? Yeah. And it's much more effective than customer support. Absolutely. Because people are usually much more willing to help each other when they understand how hard it is when your zap isn't working. 
let me help that other guy. Yeah. And Valeria, as much as I'm like interested in like community building and stuff, I'm really intrigued how like you as like a 16 year old, like have ended up where you was. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you like get into this? And, like, who did you like learn from? Because it's not, you know, if I was looking back to where I was at 16, it was a completely different space. Oh, yeah. So a lot of people ask me that question. And a lot of people just every single time I introduce myself somewhere, I'm just uh, joking about how I build in my mother's basement. <laughs> And just while you were playing games in your mother's basement. Okay. Okay. But that was kind of self-confidence. There's no shame in that. Absolutely. No shame in that at all. Oh, well, no, there is no shame about it. Yeah. And so that actually started way back a year ago. So on February 24th in 2022, when Russia invaded Ukraine, um, that was an interesting story because back at that time I was doing programming mainly. So I was developing Android apps. I've had it with my own GitHub. I still have it. And the most interesting part is that I was developing newsfeed app. And so that was actually 4.30 a.m. I remember how I was sitting here. I was debugging my app. I was searching for some, some mistakes that I did, basically. I'm just scrolling through the feed and I see something like, oh, Russia invaded Ukraine, BBC. And I'm like, no, that that's like, fake news what's that okay i just i continued like doing my own thing and then at 5 2 a.m i just saw i just turned my head first of all i've heard a really loud noise and that's why i've turned my hand and then i see just a huge military airplane just flying past my window and 500 meters away from it i just i felt the vibration of it in my table and i just i looked at it and i went silent for a minute and then i was like do i really want to continue coding is it really something that i want to enjoy and like and do all the time do i really want to i don't know later on end up being some product manager i don't know in google or become a team lead in google or whatever probably not um and then i just i was finding myself for the next six months or something and then in august i found out about twitter suddenly and then i realized that oh wow that's interesting. Some people are just doing whatever they want to. They are traveling. They're having a great lifestyle. Maybe I can do that as well. Maybe I can build something useful for people and help a lot of people and just bring value to this world instead of just chasing some corporate ladder. Um, then I basically joined Utopia by Wizard.com. It's quite a big community on Twitter. And I've realized that community building is a thing. And I'm actually an extrovert. And I've already been in a lot of communities on Discord. And probably I can I can already create some communities and I already know the ropes. So that is it. Yeah. That's, how- that's um that's really crazy. So that that moment when that plane was flying past was kind of like a like an aha moment. Like it it kind of yeah. you know like you know how people say they have a near death experience and then they you know completely change their outlook on life like not that that was necessarily like near death but would you kind of equate that to that same sort of you know feeling or experience um i would not say that it's kind of an equivalent but it just it made me wake up like an alarm clock and it's just that for the context i've been into like programming in some in some way or another for like five years at that point and so i thought that i'm absolutely a programmer like absolutely that's what i need to do for the rest of my life and i was like and i've realized that i don't actually enjoy it at that point moment exactly at that moment and so i guess it just it showed to me that we're all have a finite life and we need to do something that we really like, not just something we think we should do. We build ourselves a lot of tools in our head. That's the problem. I know, yeah. 
no doubt. And Valeria, like I'm I'm really curious, like both personally, I think other people would be curious too. And like, I feel like it's kind of a hard question, but I'm going to be direct in it and ask it anyway. So like, like, do you feel like, you know, that you had any kind of disadvantage, like in terms of like building something living in Ukraine versus like if you were in America? Sometimes I feel this way. Absolutely. And a lot less people ask this question and a lot of people and a lot less people ask this question and just, oh, I've repeated myself, I guess. Yeah. Or not. It's fine. Okay, like... I did. So a lot less people are asking this question and a lot less people just even aware about the fact that it's kind of hard because first of all, English is definitely not my native language. It's like my third language, actually. Not even second. What's the first um, and second? Okay, so... Uh, my first language is actually Ukrainian, and second language is Russian, and third one is English. I was gonna guess Russian, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, fourth one is German, and fifth one is Slovak, but that's too much. Wow. Anyway, yeah. So, um, you're saying it's more and difficult because of English. Um, it's not on. It's actually not the only problem. The other problem is just the difference in mentality. A lot of times, I realize how many different societal rules and norms. I have in my head that are completely different to what Western people have. So, for example, even coming to sales, it was really hard, like really hard to just understand that, okay, first of all, selling is ethical. Second, you need to learn it in any way. And third, it's just another form of communication and there's nothing bad about it. But I still had a lot of different stereotypes even. And so that was important for me to overcome them in the first place. And only then I just, I could learn something about it. So you still need to get over, I guess, more of mindset hurdles at that point. And what would you say like the biggest mindset hurdle that you've personally overcome has been? I would say that just simply even understanding that you can actually create your own reality like it's so simple it's so simple but a lot of us are playing victims a lot of us just subscribe to the fact that okay i need to get a job i need to get to go to the university i need to do this and that but who told you that actually you're the only one who decides what do you want to do with your life it's so easy to blame the government it's so easy to blame the circumstances. I could have just sat there and just said, okay, the war started. I can't do anything. Um, I'm just I'm in the most underprivileged position, almost in the most underprivileged position that I can ever be. So what's next? I can just sit here and cry. Why did you learn that? I did. <laughs> Where? Well, I've been into stoicism for quite a long while. So I think... Two years ago, I've read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, and I was kind of impressed in the first place, but I didn't understand it fully. So I still, I guess I needed that eye-opening experience so that I've understood that, okay, that actually applies to my own life as well. It's not just some philosophy. Yeah, no, it's, it's impressive. Actually, yeah. Amazing. Like, was it your parents into that or was it like you just found the book randomly? How did you come across that? It's actually, I just say randomly came across that. It's like absolutely randomly. Wow. Just the no, universe one, helped you. no one ever made me read books. Like no one. I just, I read them myself every single book that I have. Oh, yeah. And like, Larry, what, what's kind of like your goals for the future? Like, you know, paint me a picture of where you see yourself in like, you know, one year, three years, 10 years. I don't really like to answer such questions. I think why, uh, the biggest why 
behind uh, why I don't like to answer those questions is that uh, no one could have predicted what happened to me at this point. A year ago, I never saw myself in such a position that I am right now. I didn't even see myself starting any social media account and just finding out what I truly like doing at this point. But eventually, I think I would like to start my own startup in the future. Maybe that's not going to happen that fast, of course, but in the nearest future as possible. It has been in my head for a long while. Yeah. For a you, reminded me of a, you reminded me of a saying, and it's like being rigid with the outcome but flexible on the approach like and so what yeah. I, i'm sure you understand what i mean by that but like you know the way i kind of like meant the question is like you know if you can kind of have an idea of where you want to be right you can be flexible with the approach like i would have never guessed that my life turned out how it did but i kind of had an idea of how i wanted to look the things i wanted to experience and like you know this crazy path that it's led me on i could never have predicted but it just reminded me when you kind of answered that, like, you know, being rigid on the outcome, but flexible on the approach. It sounds like the outcome for you is like building some kind of startup, but you're not really sure of how you're going to get there or like when the timeline is. Is that kind of correct? Well, I think so. Yeah. I just, I know that I'm going to do several things. Definitely several things. It's not the last thing that I'm going to do because I've heard somewhere that actually Gen Z people are going to switch nearly seven careers in their whole lifetime. So that's kind of interesting. And I think that's definitely what's going to happen to me because I have a lot of different interests in a lot of different things. And so I don't think I would be able to settle with just one thing. Yeah, Absolutely. It's good. You know yourself, like you're self-aware, which is, um, which is a powerful theme. Um, and Valeria, like where, I mean, what, what would be one sentence piece of advice you could give to, you know, whether it's another 16 year old who's, you know, ambitious and has that hunger to do something or someone even younger, what, what's like a one sentence piece of advice that, you know, you'd give them? I think that would be, mm -hmm. there are a lot of such sentences and it depends on the level of that 16 year old. But I think the universal one would be um, go against the hurdles because a lot of times, there were a lot of different points when I might have quit. It got hard. It got actually hard. A lot of people disapproved me. Uh, some people betrayed me. And all of that happened at the same time. The war started. But I didn't quit. I didn't just, just give up. And you don't need to give up on your own fate. You can create it. No matter what others are telling you. No matter how hard it seems to be. It's just... That's the truth of life. You'll get what is yours. What is yours won't run away from you. That's what I truly believe. I love that. I love that. That's great. That is a great mindset. And Valeria, where, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter. Um, my tag is Helio Hype. That should be the right one. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me in this conversation. And um, I'm sure you'll achieve some massive things, no doubt. Yeah. Thank you a lot for just, just inviting me. Yeah. Of course.